are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what. It's exciting. We're talking about the righteousness, which is a faith. Grace is not just unmerited favor. Grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. Now, see, Peter said it this way in 2 Peter chapter 1. Grace and peace has multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. God's willingness, now let's use that meaning, God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf is multiplied to you when you gain the knowledge of God. Now see, God's already willing, but it multiplies it when you know what He'll do. Because you know when you find out what God will do, you have faith for it. How many of you know you can't believe any further than you have knowledge? See, if you don't know certain promises in the Bible, if you didn't know this in there, you couldn't have faith to believe God for it, could you? See, there's people today that believe God concerning salvation, that you can be saved. Thank God you can be. Yes, Jesus will save you. But then you start talking about healing. Oh, no, God doesn't heal anymore, they'll say. Well, it's because they've been taught that way, see. Now, they don't understand that promise, so they don't have the knowledge of the healing scriptures. Therefore, they don't have any faith in it. Somebody said, I believe that you can be saved, but you can't be filled with the Holy Ghost anymore. That went out with the apostles. Well... You see, that doesn't make it true just because they believe that, but it's true to them. Now, when they gain the knowledge of God, it'll multiply God's willingness to them because they can't believe any further than they have knowledge. So, you see, you can have an individual that believes the Scripture concerning salvation, and he can get saved. He can get born again. And he's on his way to heaven, all right. But he may not believe that he can resist the devil. He may not believe that his faith will overcome the world. He may just believe he's just a poor worm in the dust and he's sang those old songs till he believed they're true. Just a poor pilgrim trudging through the heat and through the cold. If I could just make it in, maybe God would build me a cabin in the corner of glory. <laughs> you see, we get embalmed with unbelief by singing some songs. And uh, we need to realize that, thank God, we're more than conquerors. Where would God get the material to build a cabin with? No, we're more than conquerors, and we can enter in to this life and walk in victory if we'll obey the Scriptures. If we'll understand what the Apostle Paul said, we're not just poor sinners saved by grace. We're the righteousness of God. We were poor sinners saved by grace. Then when we got saved by grace, we became the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, I had an individual say to me one time, and I was saying something about the righteousness of God, we're the righteousness of God. He said, oh, you think you're divine? <laughs> I said, no, no, but I'm a joint heir with Jesus. You figure it out. <laughs> no, I'm not divine. I just entered into the divine provision, see, by faith. So when you gain the knowledge of God, it multiplies God's grace to you. And the only way you can get into the grace of God is through faith. That's why it's so important that we understand this law of the new covenant, which is faith. Now, Galatians 3.13 says we're redeemed from the curse of the law. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Now, you ought to know some of the curse of the law. The soul that sinneth shall die. 
That's part of the curse. Sin brings death. But now I got good news for you. Don't leave it there. The Apostle Paul in Romans, the 8th chapter, says, There is therefore now. Well, let's back up a little bit there to the 7th chapter. You remember what Paul said there? He said, That which I want to do, I do not, and that which I don't want to do, I end up doing. And, you know, you read that, and it'll get your tongue tangled around your eye tooth. It just just goes back and forth. It's a tongue twister. Now, what Paul is saying there, he is telling you how it is under the law. The thing I want to do, I can't do, and the thing I don't want to do, I end up doing, and it's not me that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. And who will deliver me from the body of this death? Now, see, until you understand what the Romans did with a murderer, you'll never understand what Paul said there. Under the Roman rule in Paul's day, if you kill someone and they caught you, they would tie you, they'd strap you to that dead body face to face with it. And that's the way you'd die, strapped to that dead body, till you died. That'd stop some of the day, wouldn't it? Now, this is what Paul is referring to. Under the old law, he said, there's no power in this thing to help me overcome. See, now, under the old covenant, it said, do this, and if you don't do it, you're in trouble. And they were in trouble because most of them didn't do it and couldn't do it. Because there was no power under that old covenant to give them strength to do it. But thank God, under the new covenant, there's power in God's word. Did you notice under the old covenant, it didn't say, resist the devil and he'll flee from you? It said, obey his word. And then you'd be under the umbrella of protection. But if you got out from under it, the curses came, and there wasn't anything you could do about it except get back on that covenant. <laughs> now, under the new covenant, it's a different situation. So then, with the mind, I will serve the law of God, but with the flesh. Now, here's what he's saying. If I go with the flesh, I'll serve the law of sin. He didn't mean you had to sin every day. Now, you may do it, but you don't have to. He said, but with the flesh, I'll serve the law of sin. So Paul said, who will deliver me from the body of this death? In other words, I'm strapped face to face with this old carnal nature and this old body and under the law it's going to kill me. But he's telling you, he said, who will deliver me from the body of this death? And the last verses there in Romans 7 says, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. But then Romans 8, see, now Paul didn't say, now Romans 8. See, and when we get to Romans 8, we think he's talking about something altogether different. But he's telling you, there is there for now. No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now, he tells you how it is under the new covenant. There is therefore now. He said, under that old covenant, I strapped face to face with this old carnal body, and it's going to kill me, man. Who will deliver me from it? He said, I thank God Jesus Christ did. (laughs) Isn't that good news? Now, he says, there is therefore now no condemnation under the new covenant. No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Jesus Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. The soul that sinneth shall die. He said, the law of the Spirit of life made me free from that law. In other words, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus overcame that law. It superseded that law. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Now this word condemn means to pass sentence on. He said, for sin condemned or passed sentence on sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. 
Now, if you're walking after the Spirit and make a mistake in sin, said, there is therefore now no condemnation. Don't allow condemnation to come. Take 1 John 1, 9 and stop it right in its tracks. The devil comes along telling you what you did. Well, you did this you ugly thing. You kicked the cat. You talked bad to your wife. He starts bringing up things you've done. Bring up some of the things he did. And while you're bringing up his past, bring up his future. It's not too bright either. Huh? Now just look at this under grace. Jesus is our advocate, our lawyer. He's our brother. So my brother's a lawyer. My father's a judge. I've got it made, man. <laughs> the devil had not got a chance. If you know what the Scripture says. But you see, you've got to know what the Scripture says, and it multiplies God's willingness to you. Now, if you don't know that you can get rid of that condemnation, and that you don't have to live under that becoming a sinner every time you sin, then you're going to struggle through life. But it's by faith you enter into the grace of God. The righteousness which is of faith says, The word is nigh me, even in my mouth and in my heart. So you go to the word of God and see what God's word says. Well, if you sin, the word says, If you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive your sin. Now, under the old covenant, Jesus healed the sick, raised the dead, and cast out demons because there was no sin in him. He walked perfect and upright under that old covenant. Under the new covenant, we have a covenant that's better. Somebody said, yeah, but we're sinners and we can't walk upright and perfect on it. Oh, but we can. You see, the blood of Jesus can cleanse your very consciousness of sin. So under the new covenant, through repentance and the blood of Jesus, we can walk perfect and upright under the new covenant as though sin had never been. If we obey the scriptures. Can you see that? Now, the Apostle Paul goes on here to make this statement there in Romans, the 10th chapter, verse 8. What saith it? The righteousness which is of faith says, The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Then he tells you that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. See, the Scripture says he was raised for our justification. So when he was raised, the sinner was justified. But if he doesn't know about it and doesn't receive that justification, then he won't go to heaven. See, somebody said, well, if the sinner's been justified, they'll all go to heaven. No, they won't. They're a child of the devil. They have to be born again. Jesus said, you must be born again. Now, Paul says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth that Jesus is Lord. Now, you notice he didn't say confess your sins. If we all had to confess every sin we'd ever done, none of us ever got saved because we couldn't remember them all. The sins are forgiven. But our job is to confess that Jesus is Lord, believe in the heart God raised him from the dead, that he justified us, and he says, Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, then with the mouth confession is made to salvation. The word salvation there means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been blessed by the Word of God today. Now, this is the last day for offer number 7111, CD offer number 7111, The Righteousness Which Is a Faith. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. Now, I know some of you have heard parts of the broadcast. Some of you heard all of it, and you know five people that need to hear the CD. Well, it's available. It's offer number 7111. 
In this, we talk about the fact that we enter into the righteousness of God through faith. Now, John says, He that hath the Son hath life, he that hath not the Son hath not life. Well, we know that righteousness is in Christ, and eternal life is in Christ Jesus. It's not our righteousness, it's His righteousness, and it comes by faith. It doesn't come by works. In Romans, the fifth chapter, verse 1 and 2 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. This tells you that the only way you have access into the grace of God is through faith. In believing in the blood of Jesus, that it redeemed us from sin, delivered us from the powers of darkness, translated us into the kingdom of the dear Son of God. And then over in Romans, the 10th chapter, Paul says, The righteousness which is of faith says, verse 8 says, The word is nigh thee. What word? The word of promise is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and speaking it into your heart, in other words. The word of promise. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. And this is the way you enter into the grace of God. Because it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart, God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made to salvation. That's offer number 7111 for a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the devil is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.